0: Do you want to start your DIY investing journey but are intimidated by all the work involved? Passive takes care of all the tedious parts of investing. All you have to do is choose a few stocks or ETFs you want to invest in and Passive will do the rest. Get notified when your investments need attention and place all your trades with the click of a button. You can even connect multiple accounts to Passive and manage them all in the same place. Be your family's financial superhero and get Passive. Check us out at Passive, P-A-S-S-I-V.com or click on the link in the description.
1: I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, December 16th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global, business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes, Brett. It might be slightly younger than your demo, but were you a big Sex and the City fan? I
0: don't think I've ever seen a full episode, Jay.
1: But you know what's happening right now with the intersection of sex in the city and Peloton and Big Dying. Are these things that you have any knowledge of? Well, so I watched
0: the Peloton ad and it didn't make sense to me. Like I watched it and I forget the exact premise of it, but I remember there was some buzz around it. And so I took a look and I, I recognized the guy in it, but I didn't know where he was from. And then you clarified it for me. So what's actually happening?
1: Okay. So first of all, it's the same guy. That was the state's attorney on The Good Wife. So that might be confusing for I you. I also you don't. The good wife. That, that means nothing to me. Fair enough. He was also the boyfriend or a boyfriend in Sex and the City. He was Big. Big was riding a Peloton in the new series and died after a Peloton uh, workout, which made Peloton then respond the next day saying you won't die on the Peloton. He probably lived longer because he had a Peloton and maybe his lifestyle changes should have been made prior to him getting on the Peloton. So it seems like they might've been in on this whole thing to make it like a Peloton viral thing. And then they came up with this ad with Big in it, which is confusing because if you haven't seen the show, it's just all seems Uh, like, I I think a poorly executed Peloton ad.
0: It makes a bit more sense now though, because the last like 15 seconds of the ad is a, not a warning, but like a public service announcement that biking is good for your cardiac health. And so I I guess that's the tie-in. Yeah, it was very confusing.
1: Yeah, it just seems a little bit sloppy. That doesn't mean Peloton's awful. It's kind of still a cool service, and I still kind of like it. But I think this was poorly executed.
0: It was also made by Ryan Reynolds uh, and his ad agency, which usually does good work. I thought this would miss the mark a bit. I agree with you. Well,
1: nonetheless, I encourage you to take up Sex and the City from the beginning. Brett, aside from Peloton, Big Sex and the City, and Brunch in New York, what do we have for Peepals today? For our first story, Ready
0: to Rumble. For our second story, Don't Fly. And for our third story, AI Drugs.
1: I'm going to take a deep breath before we start this one, Brett. For our first story, former president Donald Trump's social media platform is teaming up with Toronto-based Rumble. Brett, aside from the fact that I just threw up in my mouth, tell us about this deal.
0: Jay, that's against the spirit of this podcast, which is kind of like the rumble of daily business news podcasts in Canada. So Rumble is pretty interesting. They're like YouTube, but for conservatives, and really not just conservatives. They pitch themselves as a safe space for free speech, where content creators can post controversial content without fear of it getting taken down or demonetized, which normally happens if they post these types of videos on YouTube. Rumble's big creators include conservative commentators Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza, and Jay's favorite, former Trump strategist Steve Bannon. The company went public a few weeks ago, and they're trading at half a billion dollar market cap.
1: Quick correction, he is Steve Bannon, an insurrectionist, trying to overthrow the U.S. government. But now Trump's platform, which ironically is called Truth Social, apparently a conservative competitor to Facebook, is teaming up with Rumble to license their cloud technology. Truth Social will use the tech to stream and host video that, according to Rumble, cannot be censored. So, Brett, why should people care about the Rumble and Trump partnership.
0: I still think Rumble is such an interesting company. I never heard of it until like six months ago. And they're based in Toronto. They're one of the biggest tech companies in the city. And they're pretty controversial. But what's kind of neat is that they're making a big impact on the world for better or for worse. And so it's, it's I don't know, it's all just very interesting. It reminds me a lot of MindGeek, the company in Montreal that's also pretty mysterious. And they own Pornhub, which is one of the biggest websites on the internet. But you just never hear about them.
1: I hear about Pornhub, Brad, but I know what you're talking about. I
0: was talking about MindGeek, shape. For our second story, the feds are reintroducing an advisory against non-essential travel to stop the spread of Omicron. Jay, it's it's Omicron fever here, both literally and metaphorically. What's the latest on it?
1: So scientists were worried that Omicron's fast spread in South Africa could indicate that it's more transmissible than other variants, and a recent study out of Japan found Omicron is indeed four times more transmissible. Than Delta, which was more transmissible than earlier variants. Now, early analysis also found that Omicron has some ability to evade the immune system and increase the chances of infection and reinfection. However, there's significant data from Europe, South Africa, and Hong Kong that the new variant is likely less severe than previous strains. So it's a a bit of a bad news, maybe good news story.
0: But to stop the spread of the Omicron in Canada, the Federal Minister of Health, Jean-Yves Duclos, announced that Canada would be reintroducing an advisory against all non-essential travel. He warned Canadians that the Omicron situation is fluid and Canadians abroad may get stuck or be forced to quarantine upon arrival, which would be a terrible way to celebrate the holidays. So Jay, why should Peak Pals care about the travel restrictions?
1: Because we've all spent enough time in our basement quarantining, but this is probably a taste of what's to come. We still don't know much about Omicron, but many countries are trying to stay ahead of its spread by imposing tougher public health restrictions. And we can almost guarantee that these won't be the last restrictions we see, and it does seem like there's a dark cloud forming over Ontario as we head into the holiday.
0: Hey, sorry to jump in. It's Brett, and I wanted to let you know that today's Peak Daily is sponsored by Outreach.io. Outreach is the first and only engagement and intelligence platform built by revenue innovators for revenue innovators. Outreach allows you to commit to accurate sales forecasting, replace manual processes with real-time guidance, and unlock actionable customer intelligence that guides you and your team to win more often. Traditional tools don't work in a hybrid sales world. Find out why Outreach is the right solution at click.outreach.io slash peak.
1: For our last story, Montreal-based biotech company Valance Discovery raised a cool $11 million. Brett, Valance sounds like a pretty exciting company. Can you tell The Peak Pals more?
0: So Valence Discovery uses AI, artificial intelligence, to help other biotech companies discover and design drugs. So here's the problem, is that the discovery process for drugs is often long, and researchers sometimes aren't able to tell if their drug actually works until it reaches clinical trials. So using Valence's AI platform will help researchers find strong drug candidates more quickly and help them save time in the long run so they can get
1: these important drugs to market faster. And Valence is currently working with pharma companies designing cancer and neurology drugs. Valence isn't the first Canadian company in the space. Toronto-based Deep Genomics, which I think we've covered in this podcast, just raised $302 million. But investors say that they're well-positioned to take on the drug retooling opportunity. So Brett, why should Peak care about Montreal's Valence and actually AI drug discovery in general?
0: Well, I think what's really interesting is how they're based in Montreal and how much of a AI ecosystem is developing in that city. Valence is advised by Montreal-based researcher Yoshua Bengio, who's one of the godfathers of modern AI, along with Toronto's Jeffrey Hinton, And the city is really becoming a hub for startups in the space. And so it's definitely something to keep your eyes on. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country.
1: If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review.
0: And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for producing this episode.
1: Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, I look forward to connecting with you after you've had a chance to watch Carrie and Company romp around new york city
0: next thing you know we'll be doing one of those like bus tours in new york where they take <laughs> you to all the sex in the city spots
1: i can't wait that would be such a fun way to spend a weekend oh. Brett.